You're listening to Kelly Martin Speaks. I am your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I've experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity and I'll bring along inspirational teachers to support your journey too. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. You're listening to episode 31 and I'm your host, Kelly Martin. I'm really sorry that I haven't been doing podcasts for about two months now. I was quite shocked when I saw where I was up to and it actually had been two months. I thought it'd been about one month, but time has flown and unexpectedly, here I am two months later But I had to have a break, not because I didn't want to do podcasts, but simply because I had to care for my mother, who some of you may know from episode 30, has been diagnosed with ovarian cancer. So she had a second operation and I had to go back up to Tynanweir in the UK and care for her for five weeks. It was a difficult time for me and it really brought home a lot. I had a lot of fears arise around my own mortality, around my mother's mortality and awareness that if my mother was to leave this planet how my dynamic with my family would change. I guess when we're faced with life challenges we really get to know who we are even more and we get to know what we need most of all. It's quite an amazing thing to care for a parent. And I think as you get older, you get to know that you will get to a point in your life where instead of them caring for you, you may have to take over the role for a little while. My mother and I are a bit like chalk and cheese. We we don't have a lot in common. We have very different ways of looking at the world. I kind of let go of needing to be around drama and the dramatical way of life. But she's still quite locked into that. She really loves watching soap operas and television and her life kind of revolves around the drama of what's happening with the family and the world. So I had to make my peace with that when I was away. And sometimes we just have to accept that the people around us might be in our lives, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be best friends, that we're going to really love them in the way that we think we should. 
We're told that because we've got family that we should love them, that we're blood, so we should really be there for them. And I am, and I care for my mother as best I can. But I'd just be honest and, and confess that I don't have the feelings that I would have liked to have. And I'm learning to be okay with that. There is no shoulds when it comes to love. We can't feel certain ways about people just because we think we should. And neither should we beat ourselves up or make ourselves feel bad for not being a certain way towards loved ones or partners or even children. I know that I think my mother had postnatal depression when I was born and back then it was the old days of hospitals where I think she was in the hospital for a week and midwives and those in charge believed that the mother needed time to rest and not bond and have time with the, the child. So almost immediately after I was born I was taken away to a large room probably with a lot of other babies and left there for I think possibly 24 hours. So in a way my mother didn't really get to bond with me and I think she probably had postnatal depression which they didn't really know back then. So I totally understand that we have a very different relationship to, to probably what either of us would have liked. And while I was away we really got to know how different we were and I made my mother laugh one day while we were doing washing the dishes and she said sorry for being such a bitch in her words for being so demanding of me which she was when I was there uh, wanting to control me and control what I was doing etc etc. I'm, I'm 42 now so I really don't accept that very well. And I jokingly said, well, we're just not the same. We're like chalk and cheese. We always have been. We've never, we've always really sort of butted heads. And that's okay. I accept that. And she laughed and it finally accepted that we were different. Because I think families and parents, they try to mould us into what they think we should be. And they think that we should like the same things as them or do the same things, think the same way as them. But generally, that's often not the case. And I think I went the opposite way when it came to my, my family. I rebelled and I was aware very early on that I was nothing like pretty much most of my family and that I needed to move away. So I moved away down south of the country. I'm originally from the northeast of the UK. And I remember my dad waving me off at the gate. And that was just before he died. So when I went up north last time, I went through so many different emotions. It was going to be the longest time that I was going to be away from my best friend, Michael, who I have a really close relationship with. We've lived together for about 15 years. And I had the most 
illogical feelings and thoughts happening. He drove me up in a car, we hired a car, and I burst into tears after my mother went into the hospital. I just couldn't stop crying. I didn't want him to leave me. It was this real primal, primal scream. It was this inner child that felt that if he left, that he wasn't going to come back and that he would die. And that was because the last time I was up north and I had to say goodbye to a man in a way was my father. And it was around similar sort of health circumstances, even though it was my mother getting, being sick this time. So I really had to process this abandonment feeling and to feel safe once again, to trust that I can take care of myself and that I would be okay. So I just wanted you to consider your own life right now. And ask yourself if there is anybody in your life that you're maybe thinking you should have a different relationship other than what you have. And see if you're struggling with the fact that it's different. Are you able to accept that whatever relationship you have is the way it's meant to be? We can't force ourselves into the shape of what we think we are meant to be when it comes to relationships. Relationships come in many forms. We have family that we're born into and we have friends that we choose. We have children, we have uh, people that we see from time to time and it's all okay. Some people have really close relationships. My cousin has a really close relationship with her mother. They're best friends. They're a bit like that series on Netflix called The Gilmore Girls. But I haven't got that. And you may not have that with your mother or your father or your children. And just remember that whatever is happening, however you are relating, is meant to be like this. Things can change. And I don't mean that the person changes, but the more you accept the way the relationship is, the more you can have your own boundaries set in place that are healthy for you. The more you're able to say no to requests, like when people try to control you. And the more you're able to say yes to that which feels really good. So trust the journey that you're on right now. And look to those that you maybe blame for not being the way that you want them to be. And look at yourself and see if you can give yourself that same acceptance and tolerance and patience and love. Whatever you really desire from your mother, your father, your daughter, your son, your grandparents, your friends. See if you really desire it from yourself. There's a teacher called Byron Katie and she has four questions which are really helpful and she does worksheets. So if you feel really stuck on this topic, look up Byron Katie, the work on Google. The questions are things like if you're struggling with something, you might think 
that person's a real horrible person or you might think well just turn it around what she says as she you ask the question is this true and you really meditate on that and then you ask yourself can you absolutely know that it's true and then you turn it around actually I think one of the questions is who would you be without that thought and you feel into that who would you be if you didn't think your mother was controlling you? Who would you be if you thought that your daughter was rejecting you? And you generally find out that you would be peaceful, accepting, open, free. And the last question is the turnarounds, where you turn them around to yourself. So if you said, my mother shouldn't be so controlling of me, you would turn it around to I shouldn't be so controlling of my mother. Or, I shouldn't be so controlling of myself. And you also can turn it around to, my mother should be controlling of me. And you find three reasons why they are true. These are excellent for working through relationships and family issues. So I wish you well in this new year. It's 2019. I'm not going to wish you a happy new year because I've really started to understand that. We don't have to have new beginnings at 2019. We can have new beginnings all the time, moment by moment. So instead, I'm going to say happy continuation of time day. And I much prefer that. It's much easier on my heart. So thanks again for listening and If you'd like to follow me further, you can pop by my blog, kellymartinspeaks.co.uk or pop by peacewithinradio.com and listen to the pilot of the new mental health radio station I'll be starting in the spring. And I also have on the podcasts on Podbean where you can actually join our focus group. If you're really interested in helping people with mental health issues, we're looking for ideas, people. We're looking for people with uh, certain skills. So if you'd like to really support those that are suffering from depression or anxiety, PTSD, grief, and you feel like you just want to give a little something back to the world, let me know. And you can also email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com if you have any questions or any topics you'd like me to explore on my podcast. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have. Thanks, everyone, and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd love to reach more people. So if you could subscribe to me on iTunes and leave a review, this really helps. And if you'd like to support my work, pop over to kellymartinspeaks.co.uk to read more or follow me on social media or visit my YouTube channel. A donation is always welcome. Thanks everyone.